fucking show. I love opening it up. Thank you again to my man Megatron for the saucy ass instrumentals. Uh, keep hitting every fucking week. This shit's it's tight. I love it. Um, so hey, all you cool cats and kittens out there, welcome to episode twenty of That's Not Funny. We're uh, we're getting a little bit back on track with trying to do weekly episodes. I'm doing a lot of things right now, and uh, I'm fucking, I'm narcoleptic, so I'm tired all the goddamn time, and it makes it super fucking impossible to get shit done sometimes. I'm not the most uh, productive person during the day. I fell asleep earlier today and uh, woke up to my wife calling and drool all over my face, just all over my face, passed the fuck out. I don't, I think I was doing laundry. I don't even know what the fuck I was doing. But anyway, uh... Be sure to follow TNF Pod on everything social media. I think it's even TNF Pod on in, uh, uh, TikTok. I don't really put much up there, but hey, give it a follow. Follow the Instagram TNF Pod. That's not funny Pod on YouTube. We're gonna be putting up these uh, these episodes. These recordings are gonna be going up regularly. And once I get better at my editing skills, maybe we'll make little shorts. Um, and also TNF pod on Twitch. We're going to be doing those streams every Tuesday and Thursday nights. So be sure to follow those and get a notification whenever we go live again. Hey, everybody, welcome back again for another week. You fucking did it. I fucking did it. We're here. Let's have a little bit of fun. Let's just forget all the madness in the world around us, and let's just fucking laugh about some sarcastic bullshit. I love you all. Thank you all for the continuous support. Um, and thanks for coming back for another week. I hope you guys enjoy the episode. And we are live. Cheers to you, my friend. Cheers. Hopefully the audio quality is better on this one. It'll get better as time goes on and we can get some more professional mics and figure out how the internet works. Explore our bodies. Wow, starting off fast. So how's your week been, man? Looks like you got a fresh cut. I did. I did get a fresh cut. I'm out here looking fly again. When did you, um, you go get that? Like about 25 minutes ago. Oh, is that what you were doing? Is that what, how, how you were wasting my time? You want to go get a fucking haircut? Oh, what are you going to do about it? We have a time difference. <laughs> yeah, I know, dude. Those two hours are ridiculous. Well, you're like in bed at like 10. So. Well, it's because I'm up at like 7. Yeah, and I'm up at like 10, 30, 11. So it's like we're, we're at a big time gap here. You know me, though. If I left to my own devices, I'll be up till 6 a.m. and then sleep until noon. We just revert back to that night shift shit. That was kind of nice, though. It was. Nobody ever talked to us. You go to the store. Nobody's at the store. You can go to Waffle House at 4 a.m. and you don't even have to be drunk. It was pretty chill. And then you're sleeping from, like, fucking 10 a.m. to, like, 6 (laughs) p.m. I could never sleep in, dude. I would fall asleep around, like, 8 o'clock as soon as I got home and then would be up by 12 or 12.30. Like, my body was destroyed by that shift. Having a night shift will literally, like, fuck your life, though. Like, <laughs> I think it's what's, like, causes my narcolepsy a little bit. I think Pretty just, much, because we're not supposed to be awake at those hours. Like, that's just 
That's just like changing your body to do what it doesn't want to do, which is be awake at that weird hour. We'd be up for like 21 hours straight and still go to the gym. And then just like, it's not like we were working hard either. We were just sitting in that tiny little box for 12 hours, just staring out into nothing. Just check like five cars an hour. <laughs> Watching South Park on our fucking phone and Game of Thrones. We damn near watched like, how many seasons did we, of Game of Thrones did we watch in that box? Like, probably like a good, what, four or five seasons? Yeah, and that was my first time ever watching Game of Thrones. Like, I like never we, watched it on a TV until after watching four seasons on a cell phone. It's weird watching it on a cell phone and then watching it on a big-ass TV. So much cooler on a TV. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's way better because you can actually see everything. <laughs> yeah, and you can hear it better, and yeah. Um, you remember uh, Ryan, my old roommate? Yeah. Yeah. He just checked into Naval Hospital Beaufort. What? <laughs> yeah. Like he's living in the those old barracks on the base. Dude. <laughs> he was like, it's fucking small. I was like, yeah, dude, it's, yeah, it's like it's, two it's, miles of diameter, bro. It's literally like. Or circumference? I don't know. Circumference? Diameter? I don't know, math. math. Yeah. It's, like this, it's like a neighborhood. <laughs> It's a small little thing. And I was like, you see that box that you the, the guard was sitting in when you drove up? He was like, yeah, the kid didn't even like come out for like a couple of seconds. He just didn't even notice me. And I yeah. was like, imagine sitting in that for all night when there's no streetlights, there's just crackheads. You remember that fucking lady that would walk that she would walk a stroller around the block at like 2 a.m.? Yeah. Crackhead, <laughs> and then she'd come back yeah. at like four going the opposite direction. She was a fucking weirdo. And she would do that all the time. <laughs> She was always talking to herself and just. <laughs> it's like, she's, she's clean. She's not doing anything. No, there's definitely a baby in that stroller. It's not yeah, just it's like a pound of crack cocaine. It's a pound of meth. She's Excuse just going around everywhere. Crack cocaine. That's, that's my fault. Cocaine. Do you look at this shirt? My wife picked it out. Dude, it's, today. it's a large it, shirt. Bro, I, it doesn't, I have to, she has to help me like take it off. I can't. Yeah, but don't don't get it twisted, man. I'm ready for later too. I got oh, my, I got my oh, onesie on. Oh, you're ready for bed? <laughs> no, I'm ready for this. The, the onesie is the that's how you get into the real gaming mode. You know what I mean? Oh, that's how you yeah. that's how you stream on Twitch. You gotta look comfy. You gotta have, you gotta have you know your angle. Unless you're a Twitch girl, and then you wear costumes. You don't wear anything. I mean, did you see that video that I sent you of that chick that was just screaming into the microphone? Yeah. And sucked ass at the video game, but she had like 52,000 subscribers. You don't, you don't have to be good at the game. <laughs> you just got to have some tits. <laughs> I have tits. No one cares. I need you to grow some so that we can, you know, get this thing up and rolling. Just a low cut shirt and just be like, back just like mm. yeah just do that the whole time you'd be like oh my god i dropped i dropped something you want my plates here's my plates i put them <laughs> there <laughs> wow your gun's so big <laughs> I wish I could look through your optic is that a long barrel on that PKM. Oh, what's the heavy barrel? Ooh. Monolithic suppressor. I love your Colossus suppressor on that Odin. <laughs> Ooh, I bet that shoots a 7.62 round so far. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What are you going to do, whores? 
that was so aggressive i'll speak mad about it (laughs) i told you man that's my dream if we can piss off one group of white women like i will i i already have my reply video like i thought about it today and i think i'm gonna record it and just hold on to it until i piss off a group of people and it's gonna be beautiful telling you white women's gonna be the market we're gonna hit i think so i think it's gonna be we have over a solid 20% of the listeners are female. So <laughs> not bad, not bad. We're shooting for the stars here. We're doing big things. We're moving, we're shaking. Um, thinking about speaking about moving and shaking. Did, did you watch the debate last night? Uh, yes, sir. I did. That was horrendous. So who do you think won? Nobody. <laughs> who, who do I think did worse, or who who said yeah. the more outlandish shit? Yeah. Well, Trump did said the more outlandish shit. He, like what? Like a part where he compared himself to Abe Lincoln. That was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. It is, I'm the least racist person in this room. I can't see the crowd. I can't see the crowd. It's too dark. It's too dark. But look, hey, in, look. I like how he keeps pointing. Look, so I'm the least, I'm the least racist person in this room. Like, like he personally knew everybody and compared himself to everybody. And he's automatically the least racist. How does, what does that even mean to be the least racist? Like, that's a, that's a weird statement to make. I'm the least racist. Like, Can't you just say like, I'm not racist. Like, I yeah. didn't know that there were degrees of being yeah. racist. Like that guy's a little bit more racist than you. Yeah. Like he's not he, racist, but if you cut him off in traffic, he's gonna call you a racial slur under his breath. So I'm less racist than that. If you work at Denny's and you fuck his eggs up, he's gonna be a little bit racist. Damn Mexicans. <laughs> Always Mexicans. Yeah. But okay, that, shit, Niqua. Too much salt on my eggs. It was that. That was a really bad one. He said. Oh, what was the other shit he said? He's talking about the kids in the cages saying that they're working on it. <laughs> like, yeah. He made it seem like it was a science project. Like, we're working on it. Like, it's, it's in the works. We're figuring it out. We're doing our best. I don't, I mean, I don't think Biden did much better either. I think both of them fucking blow for candidates. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. It's every it's- year we have politics there. But so, okay. I'll be real for half a second here. I was a little undecided on who I was going to vote for because I haven't voted yet. And I know I've been talking about voting for Kanye West and Riley Reed, but Riley know, Reed. That, yeah, I wanted her to be vice president. And I figured who would, you know, turn this country around and unite the races more than Kanye West as president and Riley Reed as vice president. How can, how can, I mean, who's done more for the black community than those two people? <laughs> Riley Reed, I didn't see that. One. That's that's coming from left field. Yeah, yeah, but it didn't really, it didn't really. Uh, it just kind of showed my disdain for American politics. I say that like I know other country politics. I don't. Like but, American uh, politics, like you know, like what's going on in Guam. Yeah, I know <laughs> Guam politics much better. Which they're a, they're the US. yeah they're a, a U.S. territory, so they fall under our politics. I think the Philippines. That's a country yeah, that's got to figure out. Yeah. That's a country that has it figured out. Their president openly said, hey, if you see a drug dealer or somebody using drugs, it's cool. Or if you suspect them of using drugs, it's totally all right. If you just, you know, 
kill him on sight. Yeah, shoot him dead in the street. Yeah, just kill him like an animal in the street. <laughs> yeah, fuck him. For being, for being a drug addict and needing help. Just <laughs> yeah. murder him and playing at 2 p.m. <laughs> and then you can disgrace his body by putting signs and shit on it, taking his clothes off and hanging him by his neck with a sign around his neck that said drug user. That's totally okay as well. Is that part of his policy? That was exactly, yeah, that's what happened. He was like, I don't give a fuck what you do with them. So they're so. hanging them like a, they can hang them like a pirate. Yeah, pretty much. Just they're like the cartels do in Mexico. They, yeah. Though, um, Mexico, another country that has politics down to a fucking T. Cartels are running the country. <laughs> <laughs> Good country. Um, no, but uh, so I kind of got off track there. Um, after that debate, I'm pretty sure I'm voting for Trump. And here's why, okay? So if you look at history repeats itself, right? No matter how great a country is, at some point in time, they come to this pivotal point in their, I don't know, their society and their timeline, right? Where you get come to this fork in the road when the kind of the structure of government, the way that we've been doing things hasn't exactly been working and it starts to deteriorate from the inside out. So you have societal issues that cause more civil unrest, which cause throw on top of that a pandemic that then causes the economy to sh- shut down. So now you have economic crisis at your hands and a, a record high unemployment, just crazy shit and that's every single democratic country has gone through things like that and this is either when they turn to socialism or they few of them can actually like pull their shit together and and fix what the issue is and i feel like after that debate i got really really high really high which again not a surprise right not a surprise and it all clicked all of a sudden and I saw the dangers of socialism because it's, I, you can tell by what Biden was saying, and I don't mean to get too political. If you vote for Biden, I don't really give two fucks because if we think about it, our votes don't actually matter as the electoral college. Our votes matter for local elections. Just go to a fucking government class, do a small little bit of research, and you see that your voice doesn't actually matter when it comes to politics. So I don't give a fuck who you vote for, all right? And if me saying that I'm voting for Trump gets you upset, please take it to Twitter. I would love to trend. This podcast would finally blow up and it would be a dream come true to piss off a group of fucking social justice warrior white women. So please, I'm voting for Trump. Tell me about how terrible of a person. And I'm white. And you're white, yeah. That's- <sighs> Get the f- And I wear sunglasses inside. I have an axe on my wall. Like, come on. You're anyway. on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> we're gonna be trending soon but uh so your, your view on it is that like you feel like we're at that point in the road where it's like we can only go one way so i i think that there's a chance to go the other way now when i look at biden and i hear him talk about what he was saying during the debates the, the past two debates they only had two he didn't actually say anything of substance now there, he was just it's super easy for the challenging party to nitpick the incumbent, right? The one who's running for re-election. It's super easy to say, you did this, 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 and this wrong. We would do it better. Super fucking easy. That's, that's the easy, because there's no, you don't have to actually prove anything unless you're elected. And then when you're elected, that's when you can go, 
oh, I don't know, and then just spiel some kind of political nonsense as to why you can't follow through with the promises that you made. Every, every politician does it because it's super fucking easy. And I feel like that, the way that the, the Democratic Party and, and Joe Biden's campaign has been doing that is through fear-mongering, the exact same stuff that they were getting onto Trump and the Republican Party during the 2016 election. There, Joe stopped multiple times to look into the camera and talk about how people are rolling over in bed at night, feeling an empty space on the bed and how their loved ones die and more are going to die. And it's all Trump's fault. He's just pointing at Trump saying like 200 something thousand people died and we shouldn't reelect a president who would let that happen. Which when you fucking think about it, what was he supposed to do? What was any, it doesn't matter who was president. What is anyone supposed to do when a virus comes in? Are you supposed to like shrink down a microscopic size, like the magic school bus and go in there and just start piecing it up? That was a good like, show. That, I mean, yeah, we, we need Miss Frizzle. She could come in and save the country. Miss Frizzle Dizzle. Yeah. <laughs> Get the kids in there and just fucking bow, 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 beating the shit out of the coronavirus. But what they're doing and they've been doing it very well is it's, um, they're using strong emotion invoking keywords, which equates to fear mongering. They're creating this sort of like panic in people saying, if you reelect this man, our country is going to turn to shit. There's going to be no jobs. There's going to be no money. There's going to be civil unrest because he's racist and xenophobic and all these things. More people are going to die. And it's, there's no proof to show that. You can interchange. You can put anybody else. You could have put Biden having been elected in 2016 and Trump running against him. The coronavirus would have done exactly what the fuck it did because it's a virus, right? And the whole reason that the economy got shut down was because people fucking panicked and got locked inside their houses. And the only states that are still locking people inside their houses saying they can't go out are democratic states and they're starving, right? And what that causes in the bigger scheme of things is it causes economic turmoil and distress. So people are at home, they're out of a job, they're waiting on an unemployment claim that hasn't ever processed. I'm included. I put in an unemployment claim in March and I never fucking heard back about anything. There's nobody I can call. There's like, you're just fucked, right? Then so you have people that are bored like that and then they have to find some reason to do something. They're angry. They need an outlet. And then you have civil unrest from police brutality, which is something that needs reforming. Um, and they go out there and start blowing that shit out of proportion. And it just spirals into you get to the point where everybody thinks that the only way to fix the system is to override it with societal issues at the core, which is what socialism is. Now you're promising people as a, as a candidate saying, if you elect us and our party, we're going to unroll all of these amendments. We're going to fix the whole thing. Black people are going to have jobs. Mexicans, you know, people that come from Mexico, immigrants, they're going to be legal. Everybody's going to be happy. We're going to make healthcare cheap. Everybody's going to have healthcare. We're going to get rid of student loans. We're going to, everything's going to be like an, in an idealistic society, those things would be achievable. However, in the state of our economy and our country right now, we don't have any money to do that, right? So let's say Biden gets elected and they try, start trying to do these things. There's no money to fund it. Right. So they're going to have to go into more debt than we already are in just to be able to roll more money out. So they're going to have to create more money, put money, more money into uh, more currency out into the flow of things, or they're going to have to take a loan. If they put more currency out, the price of our dollar now drops. Right. More and more. And more yeah. 
Yeah. And the stock market crashes and Biden was saying that people, that farmers don't care. They don't live off of the stock market, which is complete fucking bullshit. If people just did their own education, you would know that the stock market accounts for everything that's in our economy, including the price of milk, the price of eggs. If those things go up, it makes it harder for people to buy those things, which means they're selling less, which means farmers actually financially starve because they have nobody to buy their fucking eggs because nobody wants to buy a carton of eggs for 16 bucks, right? And now people don't, they don't have jobs. They don't have any money. And so you're going to try and roll out more stimulus. So you either have to make more money or you have to take a loan from another country. Now, if you think about the state of other countries in the world right now, there are two main superpowers. I mean, three, if you include India, but India's got their own shit going on with Pakistan right now. And they're killing each other in the Himalayas and doing whatever the fuck they're doing there. But if there was going to be somebody who was going to bail us out and give us a loan, it wouldn't be the UN. It would be China or Russia. Yeah. Because China's bailed us out on multiple occasions before. Right. And that simply just gives them the ability to now we're no longer America. We owe our, cohesiveness in our economy now to a foreign superpower and now they know that we're not actually a threat because we don't even have enough money to take care of our citizens how are we going to arm our troops and how are we going to have enough money for uh ammo and other things that we need like we don't even have enough to take care of ourselves we're having to get bailed out by a foreign country now those foreign countries can easily come in and say all right we're going to pay for this but you know you're going to have to do these things this way in order to pay us back and now we're just a fucking another state a part of China or Russia or just a foreign power, right? That's what happens when you start going with socialism. It never fucking works. It always seems nice because everybody's a victim in their own right and everybody's sad and everybody's butthurt about dumb shit and nobody wants to take accountability for their own actions and they just want everybody, they want the government to fix things. When you, which when you think about the constitution and what our country was created to be, it, things, societal things and social issues as like, if we reopen our schools, how are they going to have plexiglass or we got to bail out small businesses? That's not the federal government's fault or issue. That's the state governments. That's state funding. But in order to get state funding, you need people to pay taxes, which is why big blue states like New York and California tried to create a back tax of 40% going back, I think, a year or two years on its wealthiest like 1%. And a majority of them already pay a high amount of taxes to live in those two states so imagine paying 30% of taxes last year and now being told that you have to pay another 40% of what you paid last year and then the next year. Next year, you're going to have to pay 70%, right? That's just fucking, it's insane. So that's why people got up and left those areas. Now those cities are going to starve because the only reason they had an economy to begin with was because of the, the wealthy, the top 1% that were there doing their business and keep it shit there, which is the same thing that happens with an industry. And all the big businesses that we have, they start to outsource their labor to places like China, India, you know, middle of Vietnam, like shit like that, where it's cheap labor. And for, so with all that being said, for all of Trump, Trump's narcissism and flaws and just being a shit human being, he does actually have the know-how and I think the business acumen to bring businesses back to America, which is what he was doing. He rolled back some, uh, some 
restrictions on different industries like oil and gas and stuff like that, which, you know, it, it may not be the best for the environment. I, there's, that's a whole separate issue, but what it's doing is it's bringing think companies back to the U S which means more jobs are created, which means more people have money, which means more people can go out and spend that money, which means the price of something goes down because more people can buy it. So there's the inflation starts to go this way instead of going this way. When you shut the economy down and you start putting more restrictions on businesses and they leave the country, things start costing more, right? But everybody is afraid of how Trump is a fucking asshole, which I think he is. He's a piece of shit human being, but I feel like the entire reason for him wanting to get this country to run well and be a successful superpower that it should be and that it can be and that it was is just to say that he was the one that did it. Now, I don't think he's like some maniacal genius who's going to turn into the next Hitler and try and take over the world and the country. I see him not wanting to do that at all. I just see him wanting to say he was the president that built the economy back from nothing because he's a narcissist. He just wants to do it for himself. And he doesn't want to do it for the American people, but the American people will benefit if you can just get over the fact that he tweets every now and then and says dumb shit. Because as you can see with the debate last night, he was a little more relaxed. And when he's a little more relaxed, it doesn't get all fucking butthurt. And they don't start yelling up, the, up there like an elderly couple. Like he actually, actually has numbers that he's saying. He has substance to it. He's got answers to the questions. So I feel like I don't, I don't want to see this country turn into Venezuela and uh, – Greece. I don't want to see. It's, I know that they weren't superpowers, but I don't want to see it tank because once you go socialism, then you're going to have decades of more civil unrest, more economic turmoil, more coups, more violence in the streets, more nonsense until you end up setting up another democratic government that at the core of it is pride in the nation, like nation pride, which having a sense of patriotism now is somehow linked to being a white supremacist. Like, that's fucking crazy. You can't, we can't say like, I'm American without sounding like I'm proud to be an American. I fly the flag without people hearing you go, yee yee, and think that there's a fucking Trump flag on the other side of the American flag. And that's either our country is going to make a great decision or a fucking stupid one. Yeah, I was a- Yeah, I'm telling you, dude, I, was, I figured it out last night. You were high. <laughs> yeah. You were real high. But doesn't that make sense though? It does to an extent. I agree with all you're saying. And like, I do believe that this is a super pivotal point in the way our country is going to go. I just think that no one has the answers of what it's going to go to because like anything, no one's expecting COVID to happen and no country was prepared for that. But That's why it, I feel like it, it, it definitely fanned the flames that were already kind of kindling. No, it did. Like, we were already in a, like, a fucking – it's already been like a shit of a year. And then like <laughs> just throwing this on top of it, just like – it's just been a shit year. And I'm just like this is the point where whoever gets elected and whoever is the one who's got to take charge and make decisions, it's, it's got to go one way or the other or else it's kind of we're going to be fucked, dude. Yeah. But how is that? I, how is that Trump's fault that the coronavirus did what it did? It's just because the reaction. It's like no one is ready for it, no matter what. But it's all personal opinion and whether you believe that, like what what point he knew it at and how he reacted to it. And one point did America start taking precautions and start doing the things that needed to do. 
but it's subjective because then you know everyone's it's all he said she said like i didn't know till this or he knew until that and nobody knew until it was already too late and then we were yeah. pretty much already in the fucking hole yeah so I, I feel like i do agree with that but at the same time like they were trying to criticize the, the administration i'm not just going to say him but the administration trying to get at least an understanding on it before they start making people panic because, and Biden tried to say, Americans don't panic. That's the best Biden impersonation I can do. I don't know how to sound like an old person that has a stroke. Um, but uh, the Americans did panic. Like we ran out of fucking toilet paper in like a day. We ran out of everything. And that was, that's, that was going to be people's reaction no matter what. Could you imagine if he came out in January and said, if, if the president came out and did an address in January and said, hey, there's this virus. We've never seen it before. We don't really know anything about it. It's affecting people. It killed thousands of people in China. It's killing people all over the world. It's here in the States. It's killing people here in the States. We don't know anything to do about it. But hey, everybody remain calm. We'll figure it out. How many people do you think would have fucking remained calm? Yeah, nobody. Exactly. That's I still don't I, understand the toilet paper thing. To this I, don't, day, I, don't, I don't understand the toilet paper thing. Why is that the thing to go to? Like, I was thinking we need medical supplies. I was thinking, like, ah, oh, shit, people are going to start, like, rioting and looting and stealing shit. Like, it was just toilet paper. <laughs> Why? But people, like, hoarded it. People bought, like, hundreds of dollars of toilet paper. And then, like, in, like, two months' time, they're, like, trying to sell it. Or, like... Yeah. Give it back to the stores. There was some dude that was that mm-hmm. hoarded a shit ton of it, like had three years worth, and was trying to sell a roll for like a thousand dollars on eBay. Those are the and shittiest fucking people, dude. The FBI was like, "You realize that's illegal, right? You can't do that." <laughs> like tons of people got arrested. Like you can't. Yeah, you you can't ex- resell that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you can't exploit shit like that. And but the like, like the duty wipes, like the wet wipes that you can use yeah. for your butthole, those were nobody touched Gone. those. Yeah, no. like. They weren't? No, man. Every time I went to the store, that's what I lived off of for a little bit. I was like, there's butthole wipes right there. It was like we had no toilet paper, but butthole wipes. It was like cleaning products and toilet paper. Like yeah, Lysol I, I, and everything. I yeah. haven't had a Clorox wipe since last year. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's kind of like a fucking rarity to come upon those. The hand sanitizers back though. Yeah. Yeah. They they found I, a way to mass produce that. It's it's just it's crazy. They're just putting yeah. they're just putting water and just like dial soap in there yeah <laughs> calling a hand sanitizer just a bunch of people spitting into a bottle then <laughs> <laughs> your fucking hands are that you peasant <laughs> just like a line of like a hundred chinese workers just spitting in a bottle <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Straight, straight from china where covid came from drink this mcdonald's sprite and spin this bottle <laughs> you stupid bitch <laughs> <laughs> there you go stacy stacy in the hamptons is like Ooh, so clean you need to use hand sanitizer and wear your mask every time you go outside i can't imagine and i can't tell you how frustrated it makes me when i go to the store and people don't have a mask on and they don't have their gloves on like excuse me sir is my like, life not important to you? Is my life not as important as your life? Is that why you're trying to kill me without gloves, wearing your gloves? The gloves are stupid. If you wear the gloves, you're dumb. It's fucking retarded. Because then you're you're fucking everyone else over. You're just you're just moving the germs everywhere. <laughs> you're just touching things and touching it and putting it over there. Also, this, those are the same people that go out to eat. 
They're like, oh my, I don't wear a mask everywhere. And then as soon as they walk, they walk in with their mask on. I do it too, but I'm not the person that's going to get on the internet and start critiquing people to wear fucking personal protection. I feel like it's your responsibility to take care of your own life. I don't give a fuck about you because you don't give a fuck about me, right? That's just how life works. Take care of your own shit. Be an adult, you know? But they go to the, they go to the, the, the restaurants, they wear their mask, and then as soon as they sit down, they go, okay, COVID can't come over here now. I'm going to take it off. <laughs> it's like nobody else moved in the room. You're in the exact same environment you were in five seconds ago when you were fucking, excuse me, sir, can you put your mask on, please? Like it's the same fucking thing. You know? Well, it's, like, it's, like how, it's like how Vegas is pretending that COVID isn't real. Yeah, Vegas, Florida. Like, hordes of people go to Vegas Bro, every Florida's- weekend. And, and apparently COVID's not a thing in Vegas. It just doesn't exist. You know, I saw... Hasn't got- hasn't got there yet i saw a story i only saw it one time but it was a group of doctors from the netherlands saying that according to their research and shit that they did in the netherlands they determined that the coronavirus was nothing more than a normal flu because it's from the same it's a sars which is what the flu is right yeah the influenza is a sars it's part of the sars family um it's just not a coronavirus because it doesn't have a corona around it that's the only reason they call it that and it's just a new version of it so we've seen things like this it's just newer and it mutates which is something that doesn't happen unless it was genetically modified to mutate yeah it's just extremely deadly if you already have those pre-line conditions which is where the death is coming from yeah it's i mean it's kind of slowing down a little bit more they have better medications and stuff but but they want there's a whole party out there, which is what fucking pisses me off about the politics. They don't care. They don't actually care about the well-being of the American people. They just want their party to be elected because of all the money that's being poured in there. It's all self-interest. I, Biden is just going to be a mouth for whoever is donating the most to the Democratic Party. And they're going to do whatever they can in order to influence people's emotions that people that uh, make up a majority of our country but that don't have an IQ over 60 and can't make adult decisions on their own, they're influenced by what they see on TikTok, by what they see on Fox News, ABC. You, the, it, somebody can come out on Fox News and say, hey, if you shit in your own mouth, it'll cure you from the coronavirus. And people will be like, you know, I, I, didn't, I didn't believe for a bit. And then I tried it. I shit in my own mouth and I feel great. I feel great, dude. You just got to shit in your mouth. Yeah, but. Either way you cut it, I mean, like, I think we can agree that two-party system is not really doing what it's supposed to be doing. It hasn't worked in fucking forever. It's because they don't and want no to work with each other. And no matter what way you cut it, Democratic or Republican, neither of them are out for the country's interest anymore. It's all self-interest. Yeah. Money. And it's all money. Yeah, it's all money grabbing. Either way you cut it. Because the Republican Party is the least adaptive and least likely to change to any current event it's just not going to happen because you have these fucking 80 year old white dudes that are in congress and the senate and everywhere that are just like no this this is the 50s still yeah it's like that's not how it is anymore they move at the speed of the corporations and they don't move fast they don't want to change they don't want to and they will fight tooth and nail to keep things from changing and the directions sometimes it needs to go in and it's just the least changing least helpful to the country because times change is yeah. Things change over a five-year time. Things change over a year time. A lot, and especially now. I just don't like how 
the constitution itself isn't like it's not time proof and it's not that document's fucking old and it's not supposed to fucking be forever it like, is things can, but it's that's the thing things can be amended things can be changed yeah that's it's supposed it, to be a living document but in order to make things amended you need both parties to actually come to a fucking agreement but instead they just boycott shit and they do filibusters filibusters should be you shouldn't be able to filibuster in the house for like three months which is someone just occupying the floor for three months did you see the boycotts that the democrats did for the senate judicial judiciary committee like the for the confirmation of justice amy coney barrett is that, is that the one replacing – or am I, am I thinking a different one? No, it's the, she's is replacing that, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yeah, that, that, that's what I was thinking about. But they boycotted the, like, final day of hearings, and they just put up, like, posters of, I don't know, people who die. I didn't really see the full story of it, but it's like, what does that – what is doing that and delaying the government doing things and moving forward? What good does that serve the actual people that exist in this country? <laughs> What the, it's like throwing a fucking temper tantrum as an adult. And that's all politics is, is just old yeah. people, people that are, aren't really in touch with things because they're not an average Joe. In order to be elected, you have to have money, right? You, it, it's, they're, and it's, they're super fucking rich. Did you see how much money Joe Biden makes or how much money President Obama made during his, like, his four years, eight years? I think he made like $1.3 million dollars. The salary for the president is only $400,000. It's only supposed to be. So they're not yeah. civil servants. They're lifetime politicians. And a politician is just a mouth for whoever pockets is the deepest. So until we get away from that, and, and we never will because you have families that are superpowers like the Clintons and shit like that. And they will blackball people from D.C. because all D.C. is and all politics are when it comes down to the federal level is it's just mean girls just with old people and real yeah. life stakes. But it's, they're all just Regina George. Whoever's the richest is just fucking <laughs> Regina George. That's it. Queen B. Yeah, pretty much, man. Well, yeah, because the Democratic families are all rich. They're all rich. But they're and like, Trump's we need to tax rich people. And they, like, who the fuck are you, man? And then Trump's been rich for fucking ever. <laughs> Which I feel like that was a big appeal was he wasn't a lifelong politician he was a successful businessman which when you think about it if our economy is not doing well wouldn't someone who's built it in giant like yeah he's made mistakes but he's still fucking donald trump just because you hate him doesn't negate the achievements that he's made and the money that he's made and the successful businesses that he's owned and sold and created and the millions of jobs that he created he's still who he is even though he's a piece of shit, he's still done the things that he's did and had the success that he's had. So, I mean, if I was the president, I would want somebody that has some business knowledge, successful business knowledge, just to come in and say that understands Wall Street, that understands all of the fucking economic terminology that you have to go through years of school to understand, who's been living in that lifestyle for years and years successfully, had many faults, but still came back. Like I would want somebody to be like, well, how do you, what do we do in order to make America, I don't want to say great again, but make America the superpower that it should be, which, which. They were trying to harp on him for creating relationships with Putin and with Kim Jong-un over in North Korea. But if you think about the state that our country is in right now, like if your house, if you, if let's say that countries are essentially just mafia families on large scales, right? Especially when you have multiple superpowers, you have to be strategic about what you do and you can't show weakness. 
not showing being a superpower that America is going over to North Korea, which North Korea, all that they have ever wanted ever since they broke away from South Korea and had their civil war, all they ever wanted was to be treated as a legitimate country and a legitimate government in the grand scheme of the world. They don't want to be treated like we treat the fucking Philippines. You know what I mean? They want to be treated like they are a superpower, which you don't actually have to do anything other than have somebody from a superpower come over and shake their hand and say, I recognize you as a leader of your country. Now, granted, there's still bad shit going on in North Korea, but what are we, we we have to figure out what the fuck's going on here in our country. What are we going to go to war with North Korea? We would have got wiped off the fucking map. Like, yeah, we can't withstand war right now. No, that's exactly we so. Can. So you can't be hard on people when it, you can't do like strong arm decisions and shit. You have to be able to, you have to make your enemy your friend while you give your country time to grow its finances and become self-sufficient and dependent and a superpower. And then that's when you can come to another country and say, yo, back the fuck up or I'm going to ruin everything you have. And they can see that you actually built it up and you have a lot of money and a lot of potential to fall back on, which we don't right now. We need, but, to, be able to, we need to be able to provide aid to other countries when we can because it's like a basic human thing. Yeah. When we need to help people who are in need, but we also need to be able to take care of our own people. And you can't we take care of to. anybody but until you take care of yourself. Yeah, because yeah. right the way now- to do that is to fucking build your economy. Because right now other countries are fucking laughing at us. Yeah like hard i mean yeah they they are and because like how are we still dealing with this old-timey bullshit like fucking all the shit we have right now turmoil racism like how are we still dealing with all this shit like because they want you to deal with it because it's it it's a strategic thing because that's what politics has grown into they did the same thing when obama was a president was president the republicans were doing i don't agree with either party the republicans were doing the same same fear-mongering and shit it's just it's they they find a way to influence the emotions of the common american citizen in a way that makes them to like distrust and not enjoy their their government it's simple it's simple brainwashing when you think about it i don't i'm not one of those conspiracy theorists but it's fucking simple people aren't that smart i'm smart to an extent you're smart to an extent we may have we may have more introspection or more objectivity to, towards certain situations than other people, but some people are more objective in other things than we are. It's easy to manipulate someone who's not the smartest person in the room, which when you think about the mean IQ, like the average IQ of American people, they're fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so you're going to tell me that some 15 year old socialist knows like knows more about the inner workings of society, the economy and the government than I do. No, no. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> no, fuck you. You don't know shit. You're not old enough to know shit. You're still living. You're still being, you don't even pay your own fucking taxes. But that's, a, that's, that's what that emotional, like, just, so fucking upset and I'm mad. This is crazy. Like, that's what they, they harness that shit and they try and spread it throughout the country so that when election season comes around, around which the last time we saw all this civil unrest and political unrest, was in 2016 when the fucking election year came up and that's where we had everything that happened in Missouri. I think it was Missouri. No, minute. Ah, fuck dude. I don't remember. There's so many goddamn places where people riot and shit, but I think it was like Eric Garner happened in 2016, like shit like that. And it just, 
and then they look to the government and say, oh, it's the government's fault. So they vote the other way. And then that party, the one party takes over and over those four years, the other party is just planting seeds of doubt in that party so that when an election comes back up, it just switches back over. No one's working together. They're actively trying to undermine each other. And the only people that suffer is the fucking American citizen. That's why we're the laughing stock of a country because we're not even, we can't even come to terms on anything. We're not working on things. No, they're just it's fucking just, throwing fits. It's just, it's just grinding and grinding until nothing changes. Yeah, it and just sucks. blaming the other side for everything. Yeah. Like, oh, if we were elected, we would have done everything different. Like what? Well, would you, we have a plan and it's better. Well, what's the plan? Well, they did this wrong. Okay, what would you have done different? But we wouldn't have done that. That's for sure. Like, okay, I fucking think, say something. I think that was my big problem with the debate too. It wasn't like when the moderator was like asking questions about like, because the questions are pretty decent that she was asking. But when it came to the questions, both of them were answering, but they weren't answering what they were going to do. It was answering what the other person hasn't done. And I get yes. the politics and I get slandering, but like... But it shouldn't be. But it shouldn't be because I'm like, I don't care. Like in the term of like, if I'm say if like I'm an undecided voter, I don't care about what the other person hasn't done. I want to know what you're going to do. And they, none of them, neither of them fucking went into that about like what they're going to do, what they're going to do. Trump came on, it was like, well, when Joe Biden was vice president, and when Joe Biden came on, it was like, well, during his four years of term, Trump didn't do this. It, no one no one set a foot into actually what's going to happen next. Yeah. It was just what hasn't been done in the past. It was just, uh, you remember that episode of South Park where Stan gets diagnosed as a cynical asshole? Yeah. And everything he sees is just people spewing shit out of their mouth? Was that's, it, that's didn't he, have like, he had like Asperger's in there or something? Um, they, they try to say that it was Asperger's and then the cure to Asperger, the cure to being a cynical asshole to see the world for what it is, is to get drunk on whiskey. Oh yeah. So he turns an alcoholic. (laughs) Yeah. But I just, I, that's what I think about all the time. I think about like, I fucking love South Park and it's just, but, um, I think about him seeing people just spew shit out of their mouth and it's like, that's, that's pretty much a lot of what's going on today. It's just people farting into a microphone through their mouth. Just... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see, man. It's only a month away. It's heavy, dude. I hope Joe Jurgensen wins. Who? Joe Jurgensen, the libertarian candidate. Joe Jurgensen. Bro, honestly, I think I've aligned more with libertarianism, but yeah, libertarians, they, they, they're more of the intellectual person's like uh, some of the, I shouldn't say intellectual because that excludes people that don't maybe Dumb aren't the like smartest. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like if you have introspection, you at least look at something and go, okay, this is fucked up. And you don't just stop at be at saying it's fucked up. Why is it? It shouldn't be. <laughs> and like have those bullshit emotions. You see the situation, you go, this is stupid. Why is it stupid? What would make it not stupid? Yeah. And that's like you align a little bit more with libertarianism, especially with the government running now. But libertarians, like they stress individualism to a fucking T. They don't give a fuck about you. You should give a fuck about you. And that's it. If you fail, it's your fault. Like that's it. Yeah, it's it's literally like no government aid. Like if you fail, you failed. Like it's nobody Sorry, dude. Yeah, it's like no one's going to help you. This is on you. Like, yeah. which like is healthy. I feel like in the long run sure would, <laughs> would help like just the fucking way society is now. I feel like it would help a lot. Yeah. 
and it just sucks because I know she's not going to win. But I just feel like it's a woman. A, yeah, it's a woman. Oh, I didn't know you that. Know? Yeah, she's a woman. <laughs> Which is kind of weird because in like I like because I looked up like all her policies and stuff, and I really like what she was like going for. It's just weird that like. Because when Hillary Clinton was going up for elections, you had like all the women like wanting her elected, Ugh. but then you have a woman here who has some good policies on the table, and is what she wants. And I like her, and I'd I'd like to see her get elected, but then no one's no woman I've known has spoke about her at all, zero percent. It's kind of like weird. It's because she's know. not a Democrat, but and because Clint, Hillary Clinton has enough money to make you disappear. If you don't support her, she's scary. <laughs> yeah, Tulsi Gabbard. Have you heard her name? No. She was a, a Democratic candidate for president. Um, she's a, I want to say, a Marine Corps veteran with two tours in Afghanistan, the combat tours. Um, so she's done her shit, and she she was on an episode of Joe Rogan, and I actually agree with a lot of her poli- policies. She's kind of more midline, right? She's a bit democratic thinking that like marijuana shouldn't be illegal. There shouldn't be mandatory minimum sentencing for drug charges. And then also leaning to the, to the right a bit saying like, you know, we should invest more in American infrastructure and American businesses to create our economy back. So she was a good midline, right? But she wouldn't come out and, and publicly endorse or say anything good about Hillary Clinton. She was like, no, I'm, and she would go after Hillary Clinton during some debates and they would they she was in one debate and then after that she didn't roll over and say that hillary clinton is a goddess and they blackballed her from the next debate she was not allowed to compete and then also accidentally google shadow banned her so you couldn't google her name nothing about her campaign would come up nothing about her like her donation page like nothing and they had she had to actually take google to court in order to get it overturned. But by the time that happened, she was already forgotten and swallowed up in the wave of Hillary Clinton supporters. Her, like the candidate, she had to take Google to court? Yeah. Tulsi Gabbard had to take Google to court in order to, like, to get take her off banned. like the blacklist? Yeah. And there was only, it was through like, it was linked to the Clinton That's, like campaign. So you mean like a whole lot of money to make her be quiet? Yeah. Pretty She's much. scary. Hillary Clinton is a scary, like... She's like the kind of like she's the kind of person that have like those black fans pull up and you'll never be seen again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, kind of yeah, scary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Weird, like oh, and then she's just, gonna go out on on stage and be like, I don't know, but like, we're having fun. Like, like you just you just killed somebody. Like, you know she has a podcast, right? No, Hillary Clinton has a podcast. She does. Get the fuck out of here. How do we? How in the? F- Oh she God. does i swear dude i was listening to the radio the other day and she her voice came on the radio and she said she has her own podcast talking about like life and advice and just everything oh my god yeah it's called you and me both it's through yep. iheart radio mm-hmm. holy fuck it's a it's yeah grief resilience gutsy women bonus episode Oh man, how many one star reviews? I want to see these one star reviews. It just says <laughs> one says very hard to listen to. The other one says a dumb cunt, but it's spelled C U N period T, so it's not one word. And it says iHeartRadio. 
really hiding their liberal bias with this one. Pathetic. And then one says, nah, whack. Podcast doesn't compare to real ones. Need to know what's going on in the world from real folks. That's what HSR is for. Is she going to teach me how to be in, <laughs> how to be a pickle king? Nope. Capital tax gains? Nope. That's funny. <laughs> God damn. We're so mean on the internet. Someone, someone said, go away, witch, and then said, please don't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's crazy. I'd like to figure out how we can pull some audio drops from that. No, maybe that's, maybe that's too political. I don't know if we want to go that way. I mean, we could just listen to it and just see what, what she has to say. It's probably great. I bet it's fantastic. She scares you put, me. You put like a thumbs down, and then like two weeks later, you're just gone. <laughs> the- that there's no record of this podcast ever existing. Everything is gone. <laughs> I never scrubbed. even, my Facebook is even gone. I like never existed. Your birth certificate gets shredded. <laughs> People are like Kyle, who, what are you talking about? I never seen him. My dad's like, I never had a son because he got brainwashed. <laughs> that men in black thing, that click thing that makes you just think, forget everything. <laughs> we should do uh, maybe next week. We can talk about some stuff going on in space. Space. I'm not too knowledgeable in space. I have to look Dude. some stuff up. I've been trying to sift through like the Jeffrey Epstein flight manifests and Dude, yes. sift through declassified CIA documents. It's just, it's hard, man. It's yeah. Fucking tough. It's a long list. <laughs> it's a long list, and it's also hard to synthesize that much information when it's something you don't even know anything about. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool too. An, ep- an episode about dreams, like the actual, like just dreams. What do you and mean? We could look like, you know, you're, everyone's had that dream where like you're falling, you're falling and then you wake up right before you hit the ground and you wake I, up like, <gasps> have you ever died in your dream? No, I have. It's I've weird. never died in my dream. I've, I've been getting like stabbed, shot, but I've never actually like died, which is kind of weird. I've died. I had a dream one night. Um, it was, I want to say, before I joined. Um, you know what? Actually, all right. This is where I think my narcolepsy came from because my first experience with sleep paralysis was when I had the flu. I was in high school. This is when this happened. I was in high school and I had the flu and I never get the fucking flu, right? I don't ever get sick because I ate dirt as a kid and I grew up in a barn. So I have great immune systems. But when I do get sick, I get fucking sick, man. Like sick. I'm throwing up. I'm dead. And I just was in bed for like five days straight, fucking obliterated by the flu. But I remember falling asleep and feeling my body get hot and thinking that I was actually dying and not being able to move. And then my dream was I woke up in my childhood home. I was in the doorway, right? And in my mom's house, when you walk in, there's a linoleum tile flooring in the walkway and in the kitchen, but the rest of it is carpet. And I remember standing on that cold linoleum. um, And then all of a sudden I started, I saw like one of those old school projector screens used to have in, in like elementary and middle school where they'd have to slide where you put the thing on top of it and it shoots it on the fucking whiteboard. Yeah. Yeah. It was that, but it was a black, it was just a black line that was the outline of my face with a red dot in the middle. And the more that my body got hot and the more heavy it felt, the more that little dot started to swiggle like this. And then it went ricocheted up and hit my head on the outline. And the outline started to show these bumps. And then it flashed back to me standing. I'm, I'm seeing through my own point of view and I touch my head and there's all these bumps on it and I start floating and I'm like, what the fuck is happening? And I'm starting to scream for my mom. 
and I'm freaking out and I was dying and then I fucking died. Everything went black. And then I woke up um, somewhere else and it just started to keep, it just kept happening over and over and I just kept fucking dying until I like forced myself to sit up and wake up. But sleep paralysis is fucking scary, dude. Bro, it is. It it's is fucking insane. terrifying. It's terrifying because you know you can't wake up and you can't do shit about it. And you just know it's a dream, but it's literally just the, the ability to not wake up. And it's fucking terrifying. I had it earlier today. Um, I get it during the day, especially if I fall asleep, which happens a lot. Um, but what happens sometimes, like my arms, I don't want to say they're big, but they're, there's meat on there, right? They're not the, I don't have circulation to where I can fall asleep with my arms like this or like with it like that. Shit starts to go numb, right? And I fell asleep on my side with like my arms like in like this, right? So my hands were stuck like this. Yeah. And I fell asleep like that. And I just hit arms yesterday. So everything's still pretty sore. And I had sleep paralysis and I'm trying to wake up, but I can't <laughs> even move my fucking arms. Like I try to move my hand and it like cramps up like this. You look you look like a fucking T-Rex and your arms all fucking I'm, twisted up. I'm on my side too, so I'm like, help, help. Just drool all over my face, bro. It was. You sound like you're drowning. Yeah. <laughs> and when 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 it's during the day, my wife's not home. Like nobody wakes me up. At night, I have her to like kick me in the ribs and be like, knock it off. She's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. I have work. <laughs> Other people are sleeping here. <laughs> Just need you crying. <laughs> well, I used to. Um, uh, you remember Devin, right? D for dumb. Yep. Dev so dog. he would tell me sometimes you could hear my night terrors at night, like my sleep paralysis. Because, but I my face is paralyzed, so everything's droopy, and all I'll be able to get out is. <gasps> <gasps> Oh, help. <laughs> baby, baby. <laughs> you just held like a whole dumbass. <laughs> I just remember this. I just love the story you told me about your wife when she's like, "That's enough." <laughs> Dude, that shit cracks me up. Because there's times she wakes me up and she's like, "Just get off your back. Get off." Because I sometimes I fall asleep on my back and I help you can't, like that. Dude, and I'm I can't like, sleep on my back. And I tell her like she, I don't remember it, but she tells me that I look at her and I'm go, "I'm not on my back." Oh, and I like, like fall back, asleep on, my back, back. on your back. And so it starts happening again. That's when she's like, <laughs> "Enough, stop it, roll over." She just slaps you in the head. Just, just stop. <laughs> you're like god sorry why are you so fucking mean about it yeah, I'd be like, why are you so mad at me i was just asleep i didn't do anything god, so, why are you mad at me when i'm sleeping she told me that one night i uh sat up got like right in her face like right here <laughs> and just stared at her and then went <laughs> she like jabbed her in the eyes and then went back to <laughs> yeah yeah that's I how I show fucking, affection. I would just double jab her in the eyeballs. Yeah. She should have headbutt you. Yeah, that would have worked. Uh, <laughs> let's move on here. Let's get this. Uh, we're going to wrap this up with some good TikToks. Unless, you're, unless your computer crashes on this first one, then we won't be able to. But let's I see. Think we will. She's, she's, been, she's been doing okay. All right. We saw, we saw that one. Now, this one, I just I want to play it again because – it's going to be loud as shit in my headphones. This is a, this is a group called Against Deception, and they make, as it says clearly, EDM, Christian, Christian EDM music. 
So it's worship music. And this is the best they could come up with. Oh, let me redo the page here for when I edit later. This is the best they could do. that's she's got like it it, it just looks like middle school lip gloss on her face like it's all tone deaf that she's just singing the same fucking tone over and over again how is that fucking edm music i don't get it man you can have like christian raves where they like they drink shots of the communal wine and eat those little crackers (laughs) like they put the crackers on their tongue like it's like fucking when, LSD. Like when they, yeah, when they do acid. And they're like, uh-huh, yeah, <laughs> dancing to that fucking song. Everyone's like middle school distance apart dance. <laughs> you no got to leave actually- three feet for Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> WWJD. Yeah, pretty much. All right, let's see what else we got here. Um, this one I thought you were going to like a lot. These are These are liberators, okay? And they're getting ready for the upcoming civil war. That's going to happen between liberals and conservatives. Okay. And these guys, they're the last, he's the last Marine, <sighs> right? He's the last, and he's giving this other guy a little pep talk here. Oh, God. Dude. We're not going to let him have it. What we will let him have is a belly full of lead and a pool of their own blood to drown in. Am I right, Marines? Sir, yes, sir. <laughs> Bro, this man's is wearing, he's wearing an overcoat and fucking basketball shorts. What about the guy with the Nerf gun? Bro, he's combat ready, dude. What are you talking about? He's, he's got, got that like, gat. What's the guy on? Some like Airwalks? Some Etnies? What are those? Yeah. <laughs> those do look like Etnies, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but I like that they wore their masks because there's literally nobody around them. And you don't want to get that COVID from standing out in the middle of nowhere. It's a cool helmet. Where he got that there. thing? It's a bump helmet, dude. He probably went to an Army Navy store. But this guy, he's ready for combat. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you, if he comes knocking on my door, I'm just gonna surrender because I don't want whatever I'm, I'm he is packing. I'm scared of that man, dude. Yeah, he. Yeah, I don't want whatever he's got going on, dude. He's got. He's ready. <laughs> All right, let's see if I can get this to come up. All right, let's see. I'm still thinking about the Christian EDM. <laughs> my screen is. I thought she wasn't actually even moving. She was just bouncing. Whoa! Eternity. Whoa. I'm not too technologically savvy here. Hold on, I gotta restart the screen share. I love that you look like a homeless person. Thanks, dude. I thought you were gonna like this. We'll end with this one because I think this one's the best. And it's just fun and it's gonna make you happy. Okay. Oh shit. (laughs) Check it again, look. Dude, <laughs> fucking dude, haymaker, dude. Fucking he just whopped her, dude. He, he hit her with that Mike Tyson special, dude. Dude, one eight hundred choke that hoe, dude. Dude, that was a freaking. You see her head whip back, <laughs> dude. <laughs> fucking night, night. Oh man, that but, shit. I mean, <laughs> we can agree that. Whoa! She was kind of, she was kind of asking for that one a little bit. 
Just it made me happy. You don't slap a man who's bald in the back of the head. They were carrying her out too, like it was her bar mitzvah. She was probably hammered. She's probably creating a scene. And she thing, was, man. Or else she'd have a she'd have whiplash, but she's wasted enough to to just go you, with the flow. Yeah, she even like fight it. Did you see the video? So it was a guy sitting down on a bus. He had his mask on. There was a white woman standing up in the bus. She didn't have a mask on. I don't it didn't really give much context what happened before that. But they're just standing and the bus is about to come to a stop and she just spits on the guy <laughs> and she starts walking off the bus and the dude stands up and just fucking shoves her and she slaps her like shit on the fucking pavement. <laughs> and people are like, What are you doing? What are you doing? Like and in my mind it's like she just spit on that man. Like that's I equality. Like I right feel there. like it's pretty reasonable. If someone spit on me, I'm doing the same shit. I like, don't give I a fuck what yeah. you identify yeah. as, but I'm about to put yeah. this fist through your skull. One, that's disgusting. And two, it's super disrespectful. Yeah. She could have just been like, fuck you, and walked off the bus. No, she spit on him. Yeah. Like also, my favorite thing about those situations is I don't know about you, but I walk around and I try and be the nicest person I can possibly be throughout the day. However, I always, every day of my life, I am hoping that someone's going to start something just so I have an excuse to maim another human being in public and then be able to say like, hey, he started it. You know what I mean? And people are like, you're a hero. Like, ugh. could you imagine some dude tries to come up and rob me? Like, dude, I would love it. That's why I can't go to bars because I get into a fucking fight when people like try and grab my wife. I'm like, I've been waiting for this day for my whole life. Come here. You're, you're such a bro. <laughs> you're such a bro. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Oh, Kyle. But I don't, I, don't, I don't go instigate shit. You know that. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. instigate. You're not like going around like shoulder bumping people like it's the early 2000s in a fucking bar. <laughs> I will be nice and I will be respectful. But once you, you get one shot and if you say something disrespectful to me, or to my wife or in front of me, like, that's it, dude. I'm going to pop back with something. If you start escalating it from there, I'm going to have the biggest smile on my face. I'm going to be grinning from ear to ear. Be like, yeah. But what if I come up to you and say something not, like, not enough to get you, like, like mad, but enough to get you, like, irritated? Like, what if I go up to you and I'm like, I think sunglasses are stupid? I'd probably be like, that's a fair point. But you know what? All right. Yeah. Like, hey, dude, I fucking agree with you. I think it looked like an asshole. Like, hey. <laughs> I'm right there with you, man. I'm a Just douche. I get it. Not enough to get you angry, but enough to, like, stir your brain a little bit. Yeah, make, doing the glasses thing doesn't annoy me at all. It, it depends on how people come up to it. When, then, when it's somebody I don't know, well, yeah. and you just walk up and just go, what's with the glasses? Then I'll be like, what's with the fucking face? Like, why are you so ugly? You're asking me, why, are you, why you look like a baboon's asshole right now? That yeah, Boone's asshole. Yeah. That's a good visual. Yeah. I want to see that every day. It's just red, red faced. All right, let's wrap it up here because I got to go eat dinner and uh, we got to get ready for, we got some more stuff coming up later tonight and I got to edit. I got to edit this. So do you have any parting words for the fans? Um, thanks for listening. Please subscribe. I love you all. And hopefully next episode we can, we can dive into more, some more funny shit. For yeah. sure, for sure. Um, sorry, the, the the baits really touched me in a no no zone and you got yeah, you affected got, me a bit. I got up there and you, huh? 
This shit upsets was, the fuck out of me, man. People are dumb. I was just laughing at much Trump was like, billions and billions and billions. He said it like 25 times. And I've seen videos in the past of like he said it. I was like, oh, man, he says that a lot. He said it like 20 times last night. Like imagine if you could put his policies and like his business intelligence into the presidentialism of Barack Obama. Like our country would be fantastic. If you had a genuine nice person and someone who knew how to like build the economy up, we'd have the perfect president. What if they made out? That would be hot. I'd vote. That's, I mean, I've, I, I, want, I wanted to see the debate turn into just two old guys, like, shoving each other. Like, I, that's what I was waiting for. One of them would be like, just, like, pop their sleeves and be like, come here, bud, and, like, fucking post up. I'm going to give you one right in your mouth, right in the kisser. Come here. Just go mano y mano on the stage. Yeah. <laughs> Biden just over. pops off his sports jacket. They're going to do that old man fall where they're, like, still standing up, but they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. It takes them like 20 minutes to fall down. Yeah. <laughs> that would make me so happy. <laughs> you see that picture that like someone edited it and it made it look like they were making out? <laughs> no. <laughs> I saw yeah. one where it had, it had Trump, Obama, Hillary Clinton, and then like Biden and somebody else. And they were all like hugging each other and sniffing each other's like the back of their head and like kissing. Yeah. That was, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we need. Yeah. That's what we need right now. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Well, uh, it was fun, man. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll see you later, okay? Okay. Love you guys. Okay. Love you too. Okay, bye.